What's going on, everybody? You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Welcome back. The dog days of summer are over, but it is still hot as shit in L.A. (laughs) As my spray tan fades like the summer freedom... I'm ready to not feel guilty about missing my my workout days this this fall because that's the best part of fall, you guys. You get to hide all your little love handles under your warm summer clothes, your sweaters, your jackets. Um, but I can't yet because it's still disgustingly hot in L.A. <laughs> I celebrated Labor Day weekend at a pool party. I bought a new outfit. I got an organic spray tan by Heather, which is awesome, by the way. If you're in L.A., check out Spray Tans by Heather. They're all organic. They look totally natural. I'm look. I'm still rocking it, and I think I look dope. Um, and I was looking good this weekend. I was looking really, really good. I was working out. I was drinking nothing but green juice. I looked dope if, um, if I want to toot my own horn for a minute. Um, but I was really just trying to impress somebody. Um, that I was going to see at this party over Labor Day weekend. And this somebody ended up bringing another date. Oh. Yeah. So there was a lot of tequila to follow that. It was all organic tequila, of course, because I didn't <laughs> like to drink the organic spirits. But you know you what? We only have organic tequila. Of course. And if there's any lesson I learned, it's that, you know what? You just got to hashtag own it. Just own it. <laughs> own your shit. I got an organic spray tan and I rocked it. Um there was a lot of tequila, but I still, I still rocked it. Now, did she put the spray pan just like, did she, were you, did she personally do it or was it a machine? No, it was personal. So they okay. literally, I, they get the only thing I forgot to ask for was, um, was a little contouring around my abs. <laughs> Which, is that extra does that cost extra no it doesn't and i was like uh, i was literally walking out and they're like so now you know let us know how you like it and the next time if you want a little more you know maybe your legs look darker a little contrain on the abs like whatever you want we're totally going to do and i'm like oh, i wish you would have told me that before i would have totally yeah. loved some abs you're like i need the menu where it has <laughs> like a little extra abs there. exactly <laughs> but yes lesson of the week you're going to screw up and you're going to learn from it so just hashtag own it um, and I, now I want to introduce you. I want to formally introduce you, um, Heather. Today's guest is a TV host. She's an actress. She's a producer. She's uh, you can currently watch her on the new season of Garage Squad. Um, she is also the CEO of Black Lab Mixology, which I have just discovered, and I'm totally obsessed with. It. I'm totally going to use it for all of my events going forward. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and she also has a blog called Eco Conscious Living, and this I'm going to tell you right now, I cannot get enough of. I've been on it for the past three days. Um, I was at one point during the party as I kind of had to take a moment <laughs> to sober up and go through my phone and pretend like I was doing something. So I was reading your blog the other day. Um, and in fact, today's drink of the week is um, a recipe I pulled from her site. I'm so Ooh. excited. Yes, I'm so excited to chat with her. Her name is Heather Storm. Everybody, please welcome Heather Storm. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm so curious. What cocktail did you end up yes. um, pulling? I needed a bit of a recovery cocktail, so I wanted to do something very green. So I did yes. your your green machine cocktail. Yes, yes. Which Wonderful. is Yes, it's fresh kale juice, fresh lemon juice, ginger, fresh apple juice, um, a little bit of agave. And Vive, we love Vive here on the show. We've mm-hmm. made a few Vive cocktails. We love it. And you can also do it. it you can also it's do fun. it with like vodka too, right? Yeah, you can do it with vodka. Any clear spirit I recommend it with. It's um, all I drink. Yeah, I just, you know, I always like to say, you know, what do you like? And usually 
most ingredients go with a couple different spirits. Mm-hmm. So you can pick your favorite. In this case, I like Veeb just because it's fun and it's organic and they give back to the environment. And I always want to support that. So. Yes, I'm a sucker for anything that's semi-charitable or that's organic, like that supports the organic farms, that gives back to the community. I'm all for it. All for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But I love this Green Machine cocktail. I'm so sad you're not in studio to enjoy it with me, but I am totally digging it right now. <laughs> I am too. I'm so sorry I couldn't make it. You know, when I first introduced Kale into a cocktail, uh, my partner, um, Joel Black of Black Lab, and I said, you know, I really want to do something that has kale in it. Kale is like all the rage with juice, but we can make it taste really good in cocktail. And he's like, kale? I don't know if you're <laughs> for that. Like, I don't know about that. Well, like, no, I'm pretty sure all you have to do is make it taste good. And, of course, that's easy. Um, little ginger. I mean, ginger is just, I love ginger. Yes. So people love Moscow mules. And so, you know, you can kind of think of, like, you get that bright ginger aspect. The mm-hmm. apples sweeten it. Of course, you need some citrus from the lemon. Mm-hmm. And then you get all the nutrients from that green kale. So it's really, really a solid cocktail. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I know. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I can't wait to try more of the recipes. I think we're going to make a couple more of those recipes drinks of the week on this show. I love it. I love this. That's so fun. I will just, I'll just feed you recipes. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, you're going to have to actually come back and come in studio and, and do a, a drink of the week with us. Cause I know that'll yes, be fun. Okay. Absolutely. will. Absolutely. So, so now we're going to move into our first segment, which is our, our weekly pop culture breakdown. Um, it's called swipe left, swipe right. Okay. And so basically, swipe left means thumbs down, not feeling it, and swipe right is thumbs up, love it. Okay. Love it is right. Got it. Yes. So the for our first uh, topic of the week is um, Sam Smith. First of all, they're coming out with a new James Bond movie, which I think it's kind of a, a retired um, series now because they've had so many. Yeah, <laughs> So many. I mean, I'm not surprised. Okay, so there's another one, of course. (laughs) So, yes, there's another James Bond movie coming out, everybody. But um, I think the last James Bond movie, they had Adele write the theme song, and she did great. She has that voice that is just so powerful in it. Oh, yeah. She wrote a a great, beautiful voice. Such a great voice. I can't wait for her new album to come out, which I've been waiting for like years. (laughs) (laughs) That's how how they guarantee success. Like, if you wait long enough, you're going to be really excited by the time. I know, (laughs) but it's too long. So this time, the theme song, um, they've asked Sam Smith to write it, which Mm. I think is an interesting choice. And I think... I I've been listening to a lot of Sam Smith lately, especially since that since the party, <laughs> um, since the Labor Day party I went to. But um, yeah. <laughs> I like Sam Smith. He has a lot of I think the the ones that have done really well, like Adele, are the ones that write like those sad heartbreak um, albums. And they really it seems like it, well, so far it's only been women, right? With the yeah. theme song, yeah. So this is the first time it's a man. So that's interesting, but definitely, I, I, obviously, it's been women because they're the ones who are really connecting with those sad, happy, you know, really. But they're not just singing it; they're connecting. Like you yeah. feel Adele when she's singing. Yeah. So I think if he can, which he seems to, yeah. capture that. Then I'm gonna go with him. That he's gonna that he's gonna do awesome. Yeah. He doesn't get swayed, and he keeps it real. He has to keep it real. Absolutely, I think I totally swipe right right to it. I think he's the I'm most appropriate right. right now. 
Yeah, I'm going to go right. Okay. Next one, uh, let's talk about Netflix. So I uh, I was watching The View today because mm-hmm. that's, that's what I do, like a 40-year-old housewife. So I watch The <laughs> View. So I watch The View. Um, and I was I mainly was watching it because uh, I like Candace Cameron Bure and she was co-hosting um, and she's a new co-host that they just announced. But they were talking about this story that I thought was really interesting. And that's that um, Americans are spending their day watching so much TV, primarily Netflix. And so um, it says this is how Americans spend their day. Eight hours, eight to nine hours they spend sleeping. Five to five and a half hours they spend working. They spend, on average, a minimum of 90 minutes a day watching Netflix, 70, wow. 70 minutes eating, and only two minutes having sex. <laughs> like, so the whole headline was that people are watching Netflix way more than they're interested in sex. Or eating? Or, or... eating. <laughs> like, I love eating. I haven't had well, sex in a while, but I love sex. eating. Oh, I know. I love eating. I, and I mean, I don't want to be distracted when I'm eating, too. I want to, like, enjoy the meal. Exactly. But I mean, I, I really, what really caught me also is only five and a half hours working. So people aren't really, these, these people aren't on full-time jobs. Or we're just, Clearly. I mean, <laughs> clear, well, you know, no, I feel like nobody in L.A. has a full-time job because right. at any point in the day, no matter where you go, whether I you know. grab lunch at 10 or you grab lunch at one thirty or 2 or 3 in the afternoon, <laughs> like, it's always busy. Like, there are just people everywhere, like... I'm like, does no anybody work time. in this town? No, well, they all work independently, and we got used. We were used to that living here, though. Yeah, but when you say that, that's like a national average, right? Wasn't yeah, that that's a national average, average which that's is odd. Mind-boggling, boggling to me a little bit. Uh, what are people doing? They're watching Netflix instead. Well, I mean, is this very different, or do were we just able to track this? Is it very different from? when it was just TV and they had the numbers on there because people True. were still catch potatoes then. I just thought it was after work. I didn't realize they were only working five and a half hours. True. <laughs> True. No wonder people, you know, I mean, I guess, wow, I work a lot more than five and a half hours a day. Right? <laughs> so, Even on my day off, I work more than five hours a day. I know. I'm like, wow, how are people getting away with this? Who has I time? Can... Um, well, so is Netflix taking over then? It's yeah. Fine. I, I don't know. Like, that's hard to say. I feel like all of these on demand. I mean, everything is on demand. I mean, this show is on demand. You can go anywhere and listen to hashtag No Filter. Download the iTunes app right now. Plug. plug. There is a saturation of media podcasts. You can yeah. listen to anything you want. You can watch anything you want. I mean, there used to be a lot less options. Now there's so many options that I guess it would make sense that people are spending more time because you, you right. just have so many choices. Do you watch Netflix? Um, I do. I don't have a Netflix account, but I have friends who have a Netflix account, so sometimes we will watch Netflix stuff. I've been recently switching over because I've had cable. Yeah. And I'm like, this is a bad thing that I have this. I need to get rid of this. I know. I just, <laughs> I a couple weeks ago, I bought an Apple TV, and then I got Netflix, and then I got Hulu. I was just buying everything all in one now day. You're set and up. now I, I'm like, oh my God, what am I doing? Now I have like a, an on demand workout app where I can use my Apple TV to work out in my living room because it's too hot to go anywhere. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's so bad. I just did download some stuff because I used Google Play, and I downloaded a bunch of stuff on there. And um, and I downloaded a video, an actual workout video. It was like a booty workout video, which was pretty fun. Yes. Um, because <laughs> it so, it's so hot. I was like, I don't want to go for a run. Yeah. I don't even want to leave my house right now. It's I like know. almost 100 degrees. I can't. 
I know. It's so hot. It's so bad. I have to be like in my house with the AC on and a fan on top of that while I'm working out in front of my TV. Yeah. It's, so it, it's ridiculous. You saw, I almost tried to convert. I was like, okay, I'll just do Bikram yoga because it's so hot in here. Yeah, <laughs> I like Bikram yoga. <laughs> but like, at least they had the, the, when you go to a studio, they're really trying to make it. A yeah, they're trying to make it hot. Yeah, it's working. not just, it's not just the temperature in your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know. Is Netflix taking over? I, yeah, they might be. I think, I they, think are. they are. I think, I think they are. Yeah, I think regular TV's soon going to be headed downhill and all this on demand is taking over. And you know what? I'm not hating it. So I totally swipe right to it. Do you? Are I, think you... I swipe right too because that's the way that technology's moving. I agree. I'm totally yeah. digging it. Okay. So now I want to talk to you about, um, I read that you are a, a spirits expert. Heather. Yeah. Now I consider myself like a spirit enthusiast because I like I love to try and craft like healthy cocktails, um, but like I have no taste buds, so like I'll drink vodka and kale, and like <laughs> other people might not like it, but I'll be like I love it. Um, but what what about you? What um, were you always just in love with spirits so much that you decided to dig into mixology? Yeah. Well, so it's. You know, yeah, words. I just so much of a partier that I was like, "Hey, you're not gonna make this <laughs> career. This is fun." <laughs> um, well, part partially. No, but I, you know, I I always I do like to taste new things, and I really like learning new things. And yes. something that um, I ended up working a lot in liquor when I've been here in LA mm-hmm. and working for different liquor companies in sales and marketing. So that was that really gave me the opportunity to learn about all the different spirits. Cause if you're selling something, I was selling cachaça at mm-hmm. one point, which is the Brazilian spirit made from sugar cane. Mm-hmm. Um, and they make caipirinhas, which is the national drink oh. of Brazil. And I would walk around making caipirinhas, which is um, lime wedges, sugar, cachaça, shake it all up. Good to go. And that's it. You muddle all that together. It's all in the same glass. It's big chunks of lime and sugar. Yes. It's sweet, you know, cause that's what they had. They had cachaça and then lime. So I was, I was, selling this esoteric spirit that no one wants or heard of. They're like, we have vodka. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> here, let me make you a drink. And now you'll like it. Um, and then they would. And it was really fun because I just got to learn a lot about different spirits that we weren't as familiar with, which I always like to taste different new things. And when I go and travel, I'm like, what's the spirit here? Let me try that. What's the local thing? Give me the local, give me the local yeah. uh, brew that you guys made. I love that. <laughs> And in Laos, um, I was I was traveling in Laos, which is in Southeast Asia, and um, they really make a lot of their own, basically moonshine. I had I had I had basically a, a moonshine out of a plastic jug in Laos that was their spirit. And man, that stuff was harsh. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really fun to try it out. <laughs> it was definitely local, homemade. <laughs> yeah, moonshine is a tough one. I know. I just tried. There was a new little local organic um, little cafe that opened up down the street from um, from my office, and so I went in there to try this tonic that they had, and it was like a wellness tonic that they made like with moonshine, but like also with some sort of tea, and it was just it was interesting. I thought I would try it, and it was uh, it was gross. <laughs> and was I gross. I have such a high tolerance for gross stuff, but this one was just really hard to take down. It was I mean, like it tasted yeah. like like mushrooms and dirt. And I Ooh, and no, normally no. normally I can drink dirt. Like I've I've had green juice that tastes like straight dirt, but this one is just not good. Some 
some juice doesn't bother me, but sometimes I think people just aren't really aware of what tastes good. They think that if they just squeeze a bunch of stuff and mix it together and bottle yeah. it, it's fine. Yeah, all this and stuff it, sounds healthy. Let me just bottle it and sell it. Yeah, I'll just throw a little of this and a little of that, and you're like, this is disgusting, actually. Did you <laughs> taste it before you bottled it? <laughs> there really is an art to mixing flavors together. I mean, it's like cooking when you're mixing juices together. You're not just put all of them together right. and decide it's going to be good just because it's all juice. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but some are better than others, and I think that's part of it because you get to discover them. And some people don't mind. I don't mind a little dirt flavor. I don't mind it to be really green. Right. That's okay if that's no, how it's supposed to be, as long as you're selling me on it being green and dirty. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So you do a lot of mixology with Black Lab, right? Yeah, so Black Lab is my company. Um, we have been around four and a half years, and um, we're actually producing um, the Angelino anniversary party mm-hmm. um, that's coming up um, at the Fairmont Hotel. And we do a lot of large events and weddings and celebrity kind of events and events. And our primary focus is fresh um, cocktails and any type of cocktail people want. So all types yeah. of themes. I mean, we've had fun different, like muddle your own margarita bars that we do where people come up. We have bartenders behind it to help people, but they can pick fruits and kind of muddle their own, learn how to make fun. margaritas. Yeah. It's super fun. We've done it with mojitos and margaritas so people can make different flavors. Um, we'll do, we'll have like fun spirit tastings. So like different corporations have hired us, like Google and different places to do like educational tastings for people, um, like scotch tastings or bourbon tastings or tequila, um, depending on what people, whatever people kind of fits their theme. Yeah. So we specialize in, you know, the high-end beverages. Um, but of course, we do all types of event producing. Um, and then we also um, help do bar programs for different restaurants in town as well um, and get them on the same page because at this at this time, you know, a couple years ago, you could get away with just having an okay bar. Now, if you're in Los Angeles, you need to have a solid cocktail list to really compete because people are demanding that more than ever. Yes. So let me ask you, what do you order when you, when you like, I know for me, when I go out somewhere, like I, at least one of the benefits of, of living in LA is they always have like the organic spirits or they have like the healthier cocktails available. Yeah. But like, yeah. what about for the everyday person that like, like, what do you order when you go out to, to drink? Like, I know for me, my safe drink is just a vodka soda. Yeah, well, that you know, that's always a safe drink because you can't really mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I always kind of take into account where, you know, don't expect, it's kind of like I, I don't ever order pizza if I'm at a sub shop, you know. So I yeah. always take into account where I'm at depending on what I'm going to order from the bar. You know, if it's a beer bar, yes. there might not be that great at making cocktails. So I'm going to maybe stick with beer if they have 40 beers on tap because <laughs> that's clearly what they know here so I'm right. gonna go with that but if you know if, if they are just kind of a regular like route at night and it's kind of like they don't really know cocktails i i tend to either go on the vodka soda end of things mm-hmm. or even if it's more of a dive bar type of situation i'll do um a ginger ale and bourbon with a lime in it Ooh, I've never tried that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh, now so I want to try that. pretty tasty. It's a little bit going to be a little bit sweeter than the vodka soda. Obviously, right. it's going to have more flavor going on because I've been in trail. You have a little bourbon in there. Um, and it kind of like, you know, it's like the dive bar Moscow mule. situation. <laughs> 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 or you could do it with vodka, I guess, and make it the Moscow mule. But I like the bourbon because it makes it a little sweeter and, and gives it a little going on. Um, but if I'm in a classic cocktail bar, then I I love the last word 
Have you had Have you had that cocktail? I don't think I have. What is that? It's a gin based cocktail, which you would like okay. since, you, since you like uh, <laughs> <laughs> since you like gin cocktails. Um, and then it has maraschino liqueur, which is the maraschino cherry liqueur. Oh. Um, and then that's also in the aviation. Um, if you've had aviations before, and then it has green chartreuse in it as well, which is a liqueur, and then lime juice. So it's a heavy stirred cocktail. It's served up, and it just has this amazing flavor when it's made perfectly. It's equal parts all of those ingredients, so it's pretty easy to make and remember if you just remember what four ingredients are in it. Um, like it just. Yeah, you also try. Well, when I come in, <laughs> we've got lots of cocktails to try. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, that's gonna be okay. It's fun because I'm I'm actually um, planning on doing like a, a drink of the week video segment, um, and I'm working with a couple of different uh, partners and distilleries right now. And I think it would be fun to actually have you in the bar and mixing it with us. That would be so. Uh, cool. Oh, I would love to do that. Yes. That would- that would be super that fun. That would be yeah, so fun. Be great. So you share a lot of your recipes on um, eco-conscious living, and I've I've already like already dug through them and, and saved a couple. Um, do you what what inspired you to get that blog started? Was you know, it- I, it's been. Um, I, I have an environmental science degree from Oregon State University, and I, I've always been extremely passionate about um, conservation and sustainability, and just kind of. Um, understanding what we can do in our daily lives, just making simple choices that we do that we already have to make choices about, like what to buy and where to eat and um, who to support. And um, so I started this blog, and I I wish I even had more up on it because I have so many things I want to write about in so little time. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But uh, I, I started this in order to just kind of give a glimpse into just my ideals about that and being able to use that. I mean, I don't get to... um. Black Lab, I also get to use a little bit of my eco-conscious living aspect because we are eco-friendly and we use all compostable materials and we reuse our bottles and yada, yada. (laughs) All the things that we can possibly do um, to be as eco-friendly as possible because events, as you probably know, are extremely uh, not friendly to the environment. So much waste is is created. And, uh, you know, during our weddings, a lot of Surprisingly, a lot of brides actually are very aware of that and want to minimize waste as well. So it's nice when we get to do that using mason jars instead of plastic cups even at times and having everyone keep their own and doing things to just be aware. Like we we can party, but we can still be (laughs) Still be conscious. Yes, exactly. I I love it because I geek out over this stuff. Like I... (laughs) It's so bad. I like literally geek out over any like, you know, just being conscious. Right. Um, Be aware. We we are aware of your impact. Every choice you make has an impact. And so that's what inspired me to create this blog and just, you know, questions that I get from people like, you know, what what, what kind of juicer should I get? So I made a blog. Okay. Five, four juicers for every budget. So depending on how much you want to spend, you can get a great juicer to juice a lot of things on your own. Um, for like $60, or if you want to make peanut butter and all this different stuff with it, you can spend 350 and get like the top-of-the-line juicer. So that's just helpful little tidbits for like making it easier because sometimes what I realize is, and I do the same thing, is things seem, when you don't know the answer, you don't know how to, you just kind of feel stuck and you don't move forward. Right. But if someone's like, hey, it's really easy. Here's how you do it. It's like, oh, okay, I can do that now. <laughs> yes. That was easy. I just didn't know where to look. So you are you into like doing it more on your own versus just going and buying it? I do both. I will admit, 
because <laughs> you know, it's a life of convenience at the same time. Yes. So, you know, sometimes I will definitely be like, I just feel like a juice and I don't have juice and I, I don't have veggies in my refrigerator to make juice and I don't have the right thing. So I'll just say, you know what, I'll just go get a juice right now. But so I think both ways, but I like to go to the farmer's market and I really like to support what's seasonal and local at the time. Um, so, so I really fun. do like to do that. Yeah. And it's really sad what's happening right now because I just was driving through up to Northern California um, earlier last week. And real, I mean, we talk about the drought. However, when you drive past these farms and see them and see that like everything is dry and there's a whole acres of trees that are dead, it's really sad. And it, it definitely hit home for me seeing that firsthand. And the people don't care, or most people, I shouldn't say all people, most people don't care until they actually are faced with it. You know, I think that's a sad reality. It is a very sad reality because it affects us regardless of whether you see the effect. I mean, we're growing the food for all over. We're growing food. It's our economy. These are not only the farmers losing their jobs, but it, it's our economy as well. We're growing food for a lot of places. We ship it overseas. We have food for here. It's something that we actually need. And so it's something that... I don't know. We shouldn't turn our we shouldn't turn our backs off. You know, right? I decided to not wash my car for like four months <laughs> as a statement of being green oh until God. these guys came up to me and they're like, "We have waterless car wash," and I said, "How is that possible?" <laughs> and oh they had this um, environmentally green solution. I don't remember the name of it. And they washed my whole car and they showed me how much water they used. And it was a quarter of like of a it was like a plastic cup that they had and it was only a quarter of that. So maybe eight ounces of water was used to wash my entire car. It was amazing. Awesome. So speaking of cars, talk to me real quickly because we have to wrap up the show soon. Um, But talk to me about Garage Squad. It's on Velocity. On Velocity. Second season just premiered. Um, So talk talk to me. For people that aren't. It's on tonight. Yes. It's on uh, even tonight. But Garage Squad is so much fun. And um, basically I'm in the garage with um, all guys. So we have four of the mechanics, uh, three mechanics, um, and two other hosts. And we're in there working on cars. We go to people who are stuck for whatever reason. The car may have been sitting there anywhere from a couple of years to 20-some years. They haven't moved forward on it. There's a lot of memories involved with the vehicle. And we come in, and we help them get it done and get it running again. And it is a beautiful thing to be able to help people. There's a lot of memories associated with people's cars. Um, And it's it's really fun to see them finally get up and running again after yeah. so long. And we have a lot of fun working on the cars. We joke around in the garage and, you know, I got to put up with the guys the whole time. Yeah. So. Is it <laughs> is it intimidating at all to get down and dirty with the guys or, or is it kind of hot to kind of sit back and watch them work? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I do have to say that I I am always impressed and, and, and there is this, this aspect of you. I'm like, wow, you know, I'm really impressed with these guys. Like this is some of the stuff I physically, physically, just as a woman, and I'm not afraid to admit it, I physically can't sometimes get like I can't get something off or I, I just can't like I don't have the, the strength I just don't have the man strength and I do a lot of the work on it but I'll be like hey can you can you help me with this thing I can't get this off right here <laughs> um and and they come over and in two seconds they pull it off I'm like oh, okay and that's the difference between a man and a woman sometimes <laughs> ah I love it <laughs> but you know I I learn a lot from them and it's not really intimidating it is, it is just fun you know, we just have a lot of fun doing it. And, and, and part of it is thinking, like, I wonder what's going to be in here and we rip this out right now. <laughs> what are we going to find? <laughs> I love so. it. So everybody needs to go um, watch Garage Squad, right? Please. Yes. Yeah, have yes. fun. It's on Velocity Network, and they're replaying them as well. 
Um, we're on the fifth episode, so it's it's a lot of fun, and um, hopefully next season will be an hour. Cause that's what we're that's what we're hoping for because it goes so quick when it's only a half an hour show. You don't get to see half of the stuff that we really. I know they try to cram so much in such in such a short amount of time, and you get to miss um, you miss so much of it. You miss some of the fun. You miss some of the fun sometimes, but but you do see a lot of it as well. <laughs> so go watch Garage Squad, everybody, and then you're gonna want to check out Eco Conscious Living. Like I said, I love this blog. I'm all about it, um, and I'm definitely gonna be in touch with you again, Heather, because I am going to hire Black Lab for all of my events going forward. Because now I that I found so you. Happy. I am in love with you. Um, what, oh. what is your Twitter handle? At HeatherStormLA, and that's the same for my Instagram as well. Perfect. Follow at HeatherStormLA on Twitter and on Instagram. Um, and Heather, last, last little token of advice that I want you to give to all our listeners, if you could go back in time um, and think of this like a tweet in 140 characters, if you could go mm-hmm. back in time, what is the best advice you would give to yourself at 20? Myself at 20? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I would say work really hard. Don't think you have all the time in the world because then you don't. (laughs) Yes, I like that. I like it. I think too many people, I mean, I get in, have a little balance. I I like the the work hard, play hard, rest hard type of thing, Um, but you have to do all three. Well, right. And, and I think my 20-year-old self was playing a little harder than she was working. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, so if everybody's only working personal. five hours a day. <laughs> yeah, my 20-year-old self was working five hours a day. <laughs> so making up for it now, working 12. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Heather, for, for chatting with us today. And I, I definitely look forward to having you back on the show. Wonderful, Zach. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Okay. And thank you, everybody, for listening to Hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. Listen in every Wednesday on iTunes. Don't forget to download, subscribe, follow Heather, check out our blog, watch Garage Squad. Um, yeah, and don't forget to follow me at Just Plain Zach on Twitter, Instagram, all across the board. Just Plain Zach, and visit JustPlainZach.com for more healthy cocktail recipes. I'll definitely be sharing Heather's Green Machine cocktail. Um, I will chat with you guys next week. Bye. 